Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second official episode of the D-Path Podcast, brought to you by myself, Jay, aka at my BJJ's okay, Danny, aka at Danny Patrick BJJ, and Tony, aka Jits underscore bitch, all of which you can follow on Instagram with the podcast page at the D-Path Podcast, no spaces. Uh, in this episode, we discuss Danny's origin story. We touch on apples, our joy for apples, and uh, also discuss issues related to smell uh, after you get your broken leg out of a cast. Um, and Tony, aka Jits Bitch, discusses a little bit uh, about her mom. So uh, we hope you enjoy this. Uh, remember to like and subscribe and, uh, and comment. We enjoy that feedback. So keep it coming. What are we talking about today? You guys want to know why, why and how I ended up deaf, I think is like what you mentioned several times. Right? I've got so many people in my messages asking me, like, has, ha, Danny has an accent. <laughs> so obviously he heard at some point. So when did he lose accent. his hearing? Stop bringing that up. <laughs> I can't. It's the other people. I don't bring it up ever, except for the times that I do. The reason why my voice sounds like this is because I used to be a sex operator. <laughs> I used to get. I used to like. Used to, it's kind of like a strange gig. But yeah, I used to take random odd jobs and I would get these calls randomly throughout the day. Sometimes when I was actually working my regular job and it <laughs> would be like um, sex phone calls. Dude. Right? Whatever. I don't know what you call them exactly because I only did it for like two months. But it would just be like a random call. Like I'd be on the subway or something like that and I'd get this call from a number. They'd actually usually be labeled as like I forgot what they were labeled as, but like sports.com. Let's just say to keep the anonymity aspect of like, you know, when you're paying with a credit card for a sex operator, yeah, you don't actually want on your credit card that says, yeah, I paid for a sex operator. That guy it you're paying for like phone sex. Anonymity. Yeah. Yeah. Phone sex is what I did. All right. But it would be more like instead of just saying phone sex on your credit card. <laughs> because you have a wife and kids or whatever. I don't fucking know. It would say something like sports betting or something like that. Mm. Right? Well, we could also or get it you would say something like, yeah. So I Brown would get these tacos. like throughout the day that would say sports betting. And let's just, I mean, for like, for sake of like getting to the point, they would say sports betting. I forgot exactly what it was because it was legitimately like 10 years ago. Let's say I'd get these calls that said sports betting, da 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 da, -da the actual phone number, and I'd have to answer it in the voice that I had, right? It was just like the saddest shit fucking ever. Oh, because God. It was just, it was, yeah, you could tell the age of someone through their voice. And it's like, you could tell that this woman's in their like 60s, 70s, whatever like that. And just through her voice, and she was just like, hey, is this da 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 um, I went by Jackson Heights, 
Oh my god. I think was my name. Oh god. <laughs> Which I've never even been to. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. So Liv- to re- did living we in the city this entire time, I went by Jackson Heights. So and <laughs> this, this, this. You just be like, so hey, girl. I answer the phone like, so hey, girl. <laughs> oh god! All I can think of is in, in that Would scene in Boomerang with Eartha Kitt yeah. and Eddie Murphy. Well, yeah. My voice seems like it's completely strained or whatever like that. And I somehow have a Boston accent, even though I'm from the suburbs of New York. But you just be like, so hey, girl, what you up to right now? And she'd usually just be like, I'm baking cookies. I'm making <laughs> my, a souffle. My grandson's yeah. coming so in 20 minutes. We got to wrap this up. Until it sets. Oh, God. And yeah, all right. So I got forty five minutes to work with, but I'm on the fucking subway. So like, I'm gonna have like, this is only gonna be a fifteen minute conversation until it checks out because it's a subway. Going through, yeah. So to recap, you were a phone sex operator, and he would just kind of just be like, "So what you wearing?" <laughs> the moo moo that I've had nice. for the last twenty years. That's nice. You got a little like, yeah. You get a little. You're wearing a velour jumpsuit from Adidas. Yeah, huh? <laughs> it says juicy on the butt. Yeah, what <laughs> color is that velour jumpsuit? Burgundy. It's always oh, burgundy. Boy. <laughs> oh boy, oh burgundy. <gasps> yeah, those are my high school football colors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about yourself. How was your day? I bet that goes over well. How was your day? I don't give a shit what your day was like. Put your hand down <laughs> your pants and tell me all about yourself. Oh my god! So when I was little, my mom. No, we're used playing to long. Jits, bitch! You have to maintain character. Put your hand down your pants and tell me about yourself. Tell and now tell me about yourself with your hand down your pants. <laughs> <laughs> my husband left me. <laughs> put your hand down your pants and tell me about yourself <laughs> so i'm a scorpio and i enjoy baked goods <laughs> and fresh fruits on a sunday morning what is that sound <laughs> that's nice i that's nice. was told that's to get nice. into oh, character well, like i said tell I me about yourself oh god so you were a phone sex operator by the name of Jackson Heights, and your main audience well, was sixty-five. See, that's plus? what I'm saying. Is that's what I'm saying? Is this thing about phone sex operating? Is it was about being vague, but not being vague. So it's like, tell me about yourself. Isn't exactly like I actually care about you. It's like, tell me about yourself. In Embo's case, how big are you? Oh, there you go. Right. I get it. Yeah, case, yeah, yeah. In Jits Bitch's case is like, in Jits Bitch's case is like, <laughs> how wet are you? So right. you would, right? So you would. Hey, so girl. that's kind of where my voice came from. That, and I did like watch Goodwill Hunting, like a thousand times to the point where I was actually even just putting it on in my apartment as ambiance. Yeah. And now I ended up with a Boston accent. Right, my boy's wicked smart. 
Don't think about a car. That's all uh, Sorry. Nice push. So how am I deaf is a different story. Um, <laughs> basically, at the time, I was waiting tables in Meatpacking District, and my buddies from back home went out for a buddy's birthday, and I went to go meet them after work. By the time I got there, it was like 11 or 12, because I finished my shift. And I'm not allowed inside, but I bumped into all of them outside. There was this chick taking a bunch of pictures with them outside. Figured she knew them, right? And I'm like, well, who wants to go out for a drink now? Because you all are heading home, and I just got here. She's like, I do this, this, this. I figured one of my friends knew them. Because these are my friends from back in, like, first, second grade. So then we're at this bar down the street, chilling, this, this, and this. She's a teacher, I think. I don't remember the entire story. But there's this drug dealer there who's, like, a massive, like, 6'4 Russian professional wrestler. And he keeps asking me if I want to buy drugs. And I keep asking him, like, all right, well, what do you have? And he keeps mentioning his his mother's furniture. <laughs> so I'm like, motherfucker, I'm not interested in your mother's furniture. Right? And I'm actually not even interested in your drugs. Why do you keep approaching me with this shit? Like, you're trying to sell your mother's couch to me, right? It's a and nice because, couch, like, my I friend. understood that he was Russian. I understood that it was also probably a couch that was from 1968. Um, I kind of want that couch. It's got a uh, unique smell to it. And they're all like five two, and it would probably be covered in plastic, but still yeah. probably smell like goulash. Yeah. Anyway, this, this, and this. Turns out he was really into the girl that I was with, and I'm outside. This, this, and this. I'm talking to the girl. We're about to head back to a place, and dude sucker punches me from behind, and I cracked my head on the sidewalk and through my hearing canal on both sides, actually. Actually, the interesting part is almost identical. Um, this, this, this. I don't remember anything. I wake up from a coma 12 days later. Best sleep of my life. I can't even stress that. <laughs> um, dude gets charges pressed against him. This, this, and this. He's looking to get deported. Or he's looking to do um, like six years in Rikers Island, right? I'm in court and I'm kind of just like, look, I'm not for anyone getting deported. I'm not for anyone this, this, and this. I'm just against people acting out on their monetary action. Um, that's kind of like my main thing because you could be, you act out on your impulses is one thing. I can appreciate that. But if your impulses of acting out are punching people randomly, I took it, walked off with it, got a job, did my thing, was back in my normal life just like three months later. You hit an old woman like that. Yeah. That's a whole other story. She can't recover from something like that. I wouldn't but have. Here's where things get funny. Alright. <laughs> I lost my sense of smell and my sense oh. of hearing. So literally I actually have two good senses. 
um, touch, and I forgot the other one. It doesn't really matter, right? Because I can't keep track of them considering I have like only a 205. And I can't see dead people. But here's what things get funny. <laughs> With a coma, you lose your sense of smell and you slowly gain it back. With a coma, you also lose your sense of reality. Yeah. Like, I swore to God, I jumped through a helicopter blade and all I got was like a haircut. <laughs> but it wasn't until three months later until I understood that, like, why would you ever need to jump through a helicopter blade? Easier like, ways to get a haircut. You, what is the scenario where you're on a building higher than a building that a helicopter is on landing and you need to jump through the helicopter blade to get there? Right? It doesn't make any sense. So it took three months for me to finally understand, like, jumping through a helicopter blade is dumb. It doesn't work outside um, of a coma. But that's mm. sleep, though. Not really much I can say about the coma, but it was, like, great sleep. But yeah. in in that sleep, I remember a bunch of stuff that didn't actually happen. That's what I mean about, like, lost sense of reality. Is I don't remember... I swore someone showed up while I was in a coma and dyed my hair blonde, dyed my hair bright red. But then I woke up from the coma. My hair is not bright red. You get what I'm saying? That Absolutely. sounds like a disappointment. But yeah, I get it. <laughs> that your hair wasn't red. Yeah. But you wake up mad. You're all, hey. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought I had red hair, you bitches. Oh, yeah. I'd be pissed if fucking someone... Someone took the chance to, like, while I'm in a coma, someone took the chance to make me look like Ronald McDonald. Yeah, yeah I'd be pissed all fucking hell. That'd be insult to injury right there. But, yeah. So, things that, like, didn't actually happen. I swore I went to work several days while in a coma when, in actuality, like, how did I get to work? All I had was this, like, hospital gown and a pair of, like, fucking grip socks i love those socks how would i get to work how did i get to the subway from uptown if upper east side to lower west side to get to work but I, I don't even have money on me that didn't actually happen but so the survive. interesting part is you gain back your sense of smell slowly so the things that I could smell were more or less like pungent things, right? What first ended up happening was I went to the gas station, and I'm pumping my gas, and I realized I could actually smell the gas. Now I have the gas nozzle up to my nose, and it looked like a drug addict huffing the gas. And the gas station attendant comes over to me, and he's just like, you really need to leave right now. Like, you really <laughs> need to leave right now. I'm going to call the cops on you. And I'm like, my bad, man. I I'm, I can smell. I can smell. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I was like, I can smell. This is a new Even thing for me. Just like, let just me have your shit. <laughs> and I lost all sense of smell, so I'm slowly going to gain these senses back. And for the first time in, like, a few months, I could finally smell something. It just happened to be gasoline. Yeah, Should have got a paper bag. Actually happened. Had a party. No, no. I'm not a fucking drug addict. I'm someone who <laughs> woke up from a coma. 
and like realized he's gonna gain his sense of smell back slowly. Yeah. So I smelled gasoline and I acted like a drug addict. Unintentionally. Right. To smell gasoline. Yeah, for Here's sure. Here's the second thing that actually happened is I was like, this is my ex-girlfriend, girlfriend at the time, and we were in Woodbury Commons at, I believe, David Spade. Is David Spade a type of purse? Or am I making up that name? Dave, David Spade, a type of what? Kate Spade, I think, is what you're thinking of. And that's Kate David, Spade. Yeah, that's, it's Kate Spade. Oh, but they're related. Right. They're related. She's Are married they related? to his. I didn't know that. She's married to his brother. Are they I really think. related? I think so. I didn't know that. I think so. Yeah. I'm gonna Google it. Google it. <laughs> Are they related Do it, or not? I dare you. Anyway, I'm in Kate Spade, and I realized I could actually spell leather. That's my favorite Which smell. is essentially, in this scenario, the second smell I could smell in three months. The first smell being gasoline, the second smell being leather. And it's like sort of like learning to smell again. So yeah. the second smell I ever experienced for the second time is leather. And I'm in Kate, Kate Spade and I'm running around the store picking Huffing up purses. purses. Sticking Hell yeah. My nose and I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm basically huffing purses. Is I'm running around the store and I'm picking up the purse and going, I can smell it. And then running to the next purse, like, I can smell it. And then running to the next purse, like, I can smell it to my then girlfriend. And I went through like 10, 15 purses till security came up to me and they're like, hey, yeah, we're going to actually have to ask you to leave. You stop being excited. You stop being happy. Running around smelling purses. We're going to have to ask you to leave. Uh, so I got asked to leave and she bought a purse or something like that I just I don't remember the transaction after that but that's basically what happened um, I've learned to smell other things since there my, my sense of smell isn't great but I can smell a bunch of things like if you like this apartment on fire that I'm in right now I can totally smell some things in it <laughs> that's good man that's reassuring so <laughs> <laughs> if you smell something burning, you well, probably that's basically how I became deaf. Um, which technically I'm not even fully deaf. I'm hard of hearing. Here's my question for you, Jitspech and Emble. Are you still there? I think yes. so. Absolutely. I'm trying not to breathe so, into the mic as hard. Am I breathing into the mic hard? I'm yeah. just trying not to. Embo, if people. you're th- if you're still there, make a strange sound. Oh. Did that work? Is that weird enough? That was good. I liked it. I like it. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> What's next on the agenda? If if an apple was named after you, if an apple was named after you, what type of apple would it taste like? I mean, Fuji. It's my favorite You're a apple. Fuji freak. Yeah. Well, I think. i think i mean and most people won't understand how we got on this apple fixation i'm not even sure i understand how we got on the apple fixation but it's huge and it became really important so it's 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 a thing that we have we have a group chat you want to explain the apple situation just bitch no jay go (laughs) so we have this chat group it's a it's I, I would like to consider us a group of friends and um 
we got to talking about apples for some reason, fruits and specifically apples, and then we started kind of rattling off our favorites, and then um, we it took a playful turn when we would kind of shit on each other's choices and try to, you know, make a case for why our favorite apple was, objectively speaking, the best apple. So mine was Fuji. Um, uh, what was yours, JB? Well, honestly, my favorite apple is a Gravenstein, but not many people have heard of fucking Gravenstein apples. Apparently, they're sort of like, they're an old apple and they only grow in this area or something. I don't know. So um, my second choice is a Honeycrisp apple. I think Honeycrisp apples are superior to all apples except Gravenstein apples. (laughs) They're superior. Um. So it's it's kind of like this inside joke, and and now it's kind of taking a life of its own. Anytime we add somebody to the group, or before we even do, we'll we'll ask them what their favorite apple is. Um, yeah, before you get fully hazed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just the <laughs> beginning. That's the that's the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> you have to even find out if you're worthy of hazing. Yeah, there's there's an age limit, uh, or actually I should say a, a minimum age. Uh, requirement there's uh, of course the apple question there's some other things that that happened that, <laughs> <laughs> that we can't really discuss you know so it's yeah for me fuji it's crisp it's it's sweet it has a clean finish it's uh it's so basic it's, it's such refined. a basic apple it's very refined you, basic it's not a if refined apple could, that is a basic hold, hold bitch apple. it was created by the japanese hold on if you one know second. anything the japanese if you could take the if you, know, if you knew your apple history Fuji apples <laughs> to a specific hollywood actor who would it be and why would it not be keanu reeves <laughs> so i love keanu but i mean you know what the question should be the question should be which Keanu Reeves character would best describe your apple? Mm. Best describes your apple? Touché. Yeah, right? So, which Keanu Reeves character would a Fuji apple be? That's directed at both of you. I feel like it would be that love movie with Sandra Bullock with the mailbox. What was that called? I never saw it. No one even seen that movie. <laughs> another movie. My favorite movie. Don't even know what it's called. What is What? That movie. Was he a time traveler in that the movie? Lake was the Lake House. Wasn't it called The Lake House? Was he a time traveler in that? I don't know. I just feel like it would be like a cheesy. That shit sucked. Like, even the ending sucked. <laughs> Sappy movie. Just <laughs> another movie. That movie sucked. I, don't, I never even saw it. <laughs> My apple is a movie I've never seen. <laughs> That's right. My choice is Babes in Toyland. Oh, my God. What apple is your favorite apple, Danny? Yeah, let's start with that. Danny, are you a Fuji too? Yeah, I'm Team Fuji. Oh my god! Basically, all the other, basically, the rest of you are heroin addicts. <laughs> because I consider you nothing more than a subhuman. You buy your food from a cardboard box outside of a liquor store. That's where you get you get liquor store fruit. What do you guys know? What do you know? <laughs> That lives in a box. <laughs> rats in your fruit boxes. I've seen TV. I have HBO. I don't give a shit if it tastes good, then I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> I mean, Fuji, 
Fuji apples or John Wick. I don't even know if there's anything that comes close to that. Really? Yeah, sorry. First time I, I ate Fuji apple was like losing my virginity. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> this is from an apple. From an apple? Yeah. Yeah. This apple tastes like losing my virginity. Oh my god. Yeah, this is, fuck out. This was Apple awkward. Juice quick. Is like basically a laxative. Absolutely. That's yeah. Apple give it to the kids. Is a laxative that we don't like talking about. That's right. If your kids get plugged up, every parent knows. Give them some juice. They'll shit. They just shit. Yeah, yeah, they it's do. Insane. Where was all that poop? Jesus Christ. <laughs> all it needs <laughs> was a sugar dump. Let's do it. That's right. Get the engine imagine, going. Imagine 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 Caliglia sewed your mouth and your penis shut and fed you only apple juice. What do you think would happen? You go into a diabetic shock. I mean, oh, you would shit a fucking hurricane. Would you? Would you? I feel like my pee would still come out of my sewn penis hole because it would just come out like uh, with like a design, like a like a shower head. Yeah, basically like a shower, like a pressurized. <laughs> Like, I can't control it, guys. Like, I'm sorry. You did this. This is going in a corner. It's going that's in different most, directions. That's the most positive outlook of looking at Caliglia. Sewing his penis shut was his way of designing a, a fucking shower nozzle. An apple juice pee shower. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I mean, you know that dude was into waterworks. Water sports, whatever they call it. <laughs> shape or something like a zipper just keep going <laughs> <laughs> sorry my bgj is okay you want to talk about how you can't actually you could only fit one leg in skinny jeans <laughs> um so you want me to like talk about the accident <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's i you know it's I fell off my motorcycle and I uh I my my foot made a l- like 90 degree left turn to my left foot while my knee stayed straight ahead so when that happened I I needed reconstructive surgery on my ankle and uh the small bone of my leg and um and and now 3 months later I'm able to put some weight on it yeah, well, three months later, you're able to put weight on it. But describe what it smelled like. Tell us, it <laughs> tell us what, smell. It, what it smelled like and what it looked like when they peeled that crusty ass shit off your leg. It your did, tiny baby leg. It didn't, it didn't smell <laughs> awful because yeah, I... Go, can you get more into what it smelled like? <laughs> was there cheese? Was it... <laughs> so it was similar to... Like rancid sauerkraut? It was... Tell, like, tell us. Um, like boiled onion. Uh boiled onions and like some <laughs> like turmeric. I don't. I never know how to say that. Turmeric. So your leg smelled like a hippie house. My leg smelled like somebody almost knew how to cook. Almost so close. Yeah, so close to do, cooking. Yeah, it's like oh my god, that almost smells like kids food, but it's leg. not. Did it also smell like boiled meat? Meat. No, it wasn't boiled meat. It was like, <laughs> so like. But do your kids make fun of your leg? 
they that's important. don't. They don't. My son is very sympathetic, um, but he Aww. will remind me. Uh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You broke your leg. Like, it's like, no, no, no. Like, we, we all know that. You don't have to keep repeating it three or four times a day as you look at me hobble. It's a big deal to him. I mean, it is, <laughs> but it's like three months now. And it probably like, smells. He's like, oh, yeah, you broke your leg. That's why our whole house smells like half-cooked Indian food. Yeah, well, right. So <laughs> I just all I had to do was take more baths, and that's it actually cut down on the smell by like 12, 13%. That's good. I think people don't talk about this part of their injuries very much. Like Danny has no idea how bad he smelled before he regained his sense of smell laying there in coma bed. Like, he didn't know. I have no sense of smell. I have no sense of smell, but I imagine smelling your leg would regain my sense of smell. So fast. Yeah. It's like a miracle. It is some strange, strange way. I kind of want to smell your leg. Right? Just to get my sense of smell back. But I also kind of not want to want want to smell your leg just by this description you gave me. It's, I'm pretty sure I can already smell it. It's it's like I said, it's om- it's almost delicious. And oh and god, with these, fre- <laughs> with these oh, frequent that was baths, it. That was the one. That was the <laughs> <laughs> now okay. with with the baths that I've like, been taking, you, it's, like, the, it's almost the visuals I'm getting. Do you remember? The- is when you would get like uh, a cheese log in the mail <laughs> from a friend is like a Christmas gift. I'm thankful to say I've never gotten one. What are those? Those kielbasa, the yeah. smoked sausage. You, yeah, turkey. You know the turkey saying? kielbasa. You get a cheese log, or you get a, like a sausage. Yeah. Um, chichuri, where it came with like a mustard and crackers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What were those? You know what I'm saying? Fa- not Foster's Farm. Yeah. I'm not even talking about what those things would smell like, but what I'm talking about is like the postal worker who would deliver them, what he yes. would smell like at your front door. Yes. That's what his leg smells like. Yeah. <laughs> smells like it's put yeah. in a long day. Yeah, no, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This guy delivered 1,200 packages and he's finally getting to your door for 1,201. Yeah. And it's just like polyester and cotton and sweat and ass mm. and swamp ass and like really you name it. And Dog's licking his balls. You go on. And by the time he finally gets to your door to deliver this cheese lock, that's what your leg smells like. I feel- you know what his leg smells like? His leg smells like that Russian guy who hits you's grandma's couch. <laughs> that's what his leg smells like. <laughs> It was like you gotta smell this couch. I'm not fucking around. It smells like boiled onions and Russian grandma couch. Yeah. That's what your leg smells like. <laughs> My friend, you must smell this couch. It smells like uh, how do you say debilitating injury? Like Come. After three months in Rikers. Oh. Oh. oh God. So yeah, I mean, listen. <laughs> now that I've been bathing, I can't stress enough how almost better the situation has gotten. And that's good. And uh, my kids are. You're basically going through it. the same process as Caliglia. Right? Uh, I wish I could have seen your leg all like just in that moment, you uh, know? It was, just, uh, it was just big and purple. It was a lot of purple everywhere. And then they put me like in not like a walking cast, I've actually, but I try to walk on it. Um, I blew up my ACL several times. 
Se- and I had water on my knee, and it kind of looked completely purple. Actually, one time, I was drinking outside my apartment, like I usually do, and the cops pulled up, and they were like, what are you doing out here? Are you drinking beer? And I was like, yeah, but I live outside of it, so it's allowed. And he's like, what? <laughs> you can't drink beer in public. I was like, it's not public. It's private property. I live in this house. This is my driveway. And he said something else. I was like, you know what? Yo, officer, do you want to see my purple leg? And he's like, <laughs> what? And I stood up and dropped my pants down and showed him my purple leg. <laughs> so I got out of a fucking open container in public. Something. Yo, when you say you dropped your pants and you showed him your purple leg. God, two, all I can two think things. Of those dick pics that came up in the chat today. Are oh, you? God. Are you? No, I didn't show him my dick. I still had underwear. Yeah, I, I was gonna say your underwear. So are we talking like stained white, like tight? I, I, I have images straight. of stained tidy whiteies and like this, what looks like a purple but almost way. brown knee. <laughs> Just shredded underwear and a purple leg. <laughs> Like the lucky underwear, you know, like the one that you Isn't don't Isn't that jujitsu life, though? Just shredded underwear and a purple leg? <sighs> shredded? It, I mean, maybe a hole here and there. I don't know. I have to, like, I'm going to have to, like, pull out my pants right now to see if I have shredded underwear on. <laughs> I don't recall. Yeah, we don't have to. We could just, we don't have to, man. It's all right. Put your hand down your pants and feel around. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about yourself. See if you get anything like, there. Yo, understand what you're asking me right now. <laughs> this is the second time in a single episode you're someone in this episode is asking someone else to put their hand down their pants. Again, this is all gonna get ripped in post edit. Don't even worry about it. Nobody's gonna get me too. <laughs> what? I don't why would you cut this out? I feel like this is this is why I'm here. <laughs> Shredded underwear and purple legs. Yeah. That's why I'm here. So did he compliment your legs at all, or I know he was he th- like, "Damn, bro"? Or did he just write you the ticket? Yeah, he anyway? basically drove off when I dropped my pants and asked if he wanted to see my purple leg. Yeah. And technically, it's not indecent exposure if you're on your property, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think that actually this question really tied in to um, Danny's story of how he lost his hearing, but also like, okay, so. When I was little, my mom used to answer the phone with this voice. She used to pick up the phone. And, like, we didn't have caller ID, okay? So you didn't know who was going to be on the end of the line. And my mom would pick up the phone every time, and she'd kind of, like, flick the shoulder, the hair back from her shoulders, you know, a little head toss, and she would say, <laughs> hello. And, I mean, that was just kind of, like, normal for my sister and I when we were really little, but then like you became a teenager, you know, and like boys would be calling the house and my mom would pick up the phone and she'd be like, hair flat, hair toss, hello. And it started to irk me, you know, like that's when I realized like normal people don't answer the phone like they're answering the phone for sex operation. Sex operation, sex, phone talk, phone sex, you know what I'm talking about, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, also, my mom started sleeping with my friends when I was in high school, but that's a 
That's a different story. My mom is very sexually liberated, y'all. She is living that. Actually, she's a born-again virgin now, but, um, you know, <laughs> at the time, my mom was uh, – she was getting hers. She was getting hers in. So, I mean, you know, like – I know Danny was saying that, you know, the phone sex thing, like, affected her, like, affected your voice, but um, I think my my mom's voice was affected by other throat things. It just became sort of deep and husky. Hello. So, yeah, like, now if my sister calls me, I like to pick up the phone like that, just to creep her out. My mom also makes those noises when she eats. No, it really fucks up family dinners, you guys. It's really bad. You ain't you ain't been horrified till you see my mom eat corn on the cob. Oh. <laughs> Just you know, burying her face in there and making all of those like mm, mm, noises. It's oh, oh, and you're like, mom, it's fucking corn. It's stop, please stop. Like, there are children at the table. So, so that's that's my. That's my trauma. That's some of my trauma. People want to know why I am the way I am. That's part of it. For sure. The I way my mom eats corn on the cob. I love to have gone to dinner at your house. It sounds like it's perfectly fine. Like the best of both worlds. I'm very I can't hear you. You can't can you hear me now? Hold on. Now I can hear you. I just I just feel like I would have loved to have gone to your house for dinner. It sounds like a fun time. I will invite you guys over. You guys can come over, and I will make my mom corn on the cob, and I will just sit there and look at y'all like, I hope you happy. I hope this is hurting you. This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted this. You wanted this. You asked for this. Oh, God. Oh, God. I can hear it now. It's bad. It smells like your leg. Now, I, I think, <laughs> now me personally, I, do, I have a problem listening to people eat food. I think it's called like misophonia or something. They like they put a label on everything, but na- ever since they put the name on it, it's it's affected me more and more in my like I can't hear like people eating popcorn next to me irritates me, especially when I'm trying to hear a movie or, or something. Just like the yeah. chewing the masticating sound, it it drives me nuts. Well, and it's almost like now that there's a name for it and you recognize it's not just some mild annoyance that people actually get pissed off about this. You're like, I have that. I own that. I have that. And you're fucking it up right now with your face making the sounds. I just imprinted on it. And uh, now it's not that that is part of who I am as a person. If you're chewing loud next to me, I'm going to say something like, oh, God, your mouth when you chew or do you have to have such a juicy mouth when you're when you're chewing? Yes. Also, if you inhale air with your coffee or soup, oh, that, if like you do a slurpy, slurping? like, if I can't, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm just going to kick it out of your hand, whatever just, it is. Yep. You don't get to eat anymore. The spoon, you lost bowl, your food cup, privileges. I'll slap it right out of your fucking hand. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to abuse your eating privileges like that, it's over. Because it's right. It's a privilege, not a right. I don't want anybody to be That's confused right. about it. No. We don't have universal food availability. <laughs> it's not a thing. So. Oh, God. Oh. There should be licensing people for eating. 
do you feel? How do you feel? The difference between eating corn on a cob and sticking it up your fucking butthole. I think part of it too is my mom is eating corn on the cob and she's just got like her whole face mashed into it and like kernels are like rolling up onto her cheeks. I mean, she's like lost in it, you know? And I get it. Like yeah. food lights up the pleasure centers in your brain. I get it. You could have like a food gasm, but it's fucking corn on the cob, man. Like, <laughs> it's not, Save you know what I mean? Flan. You're not like, this is the best fucking shit I've ever put in my face. Corn on that the cob. wasn't corn on the cob. That was a cock. Right? Right. And it happens in front of all of us, <laughs> in front of God and everybody, in front of like your Aunt Franny, you know what I mean? Like it's fucked up. Stop making those sounds in front of Uncle Barney, Mom. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was there. I need therapy. <laughs> I do. Now I just want to invite you, you guys need, over for dinner you sometime. Need, yeah, you need therapy so you can eat corn on the cob again. Yeah. I can't like do you don't even know I eat corn on the cob in such a way that I actually like pull the full kernels out with my teeth like quietly and slowly. I don't let it get messy. I'm like a fastidious corn on the cob yeah, eater it now. It was like moaning. Like it was moaning and like I imagine she actually like there was one point where she was just like and yeah, just she, like spit on the corn on the cob. Right, just <laughs> spitting on it. She must I'm like we're cleaning up the seat under mom when she gets up. You're like, Jesus, mom. <laughs> got to start putting plastic on the dining room chairs. <sighs> I would have thought. That Thank you for sharing that with me, you guys. The I feel fork, better. Taking the fork to the corner of the cob instead of cutting the corn. Just cut it off. You're yeah. like, you don't get to touch this. Yeah. Get your hands off of there. I, I kind of want to like sleep with your mom right now. I know. I, I want to call her and see if she answers the phone. Like, hello, hello. Did we get it? You know what? You we have to toss your hair a little bit, though. Fucked up, man. I think I, you know, this is all why I am the way I am. Like, why I'm not that way. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> I'm a corn on the cob prude. I don't want to hear you eating. It's from trauma. <laughs> that was a brilliant. That was a brilliant bet. Well, good. I'd say it's just my life. <laughs> Glad my life's a comedy. I, I, and sent you, I sent you the link to the Bill Murray movie. What about what about Bob? Yes. Where he's eating yes. corn on the cob. Yes. You guys know what I'm talking about? I do. And he's just like, mm. Mm. this is so good. Mm. <laughs> do you want some more biscuits? Mm. Oh fuck! No, it, it's like that, but worse. It's like that, but actually happening. Oh god, it's bad. You guys, it's bad. Mm. <laughs> oh, we'll have to use Dean. I don't what I think about, but yeah. Yeah, but now we can meme the Bill Murray scene and throw it up on the page, you know? All that it's stuff. Grumpy. It's it's almost 12 a.m. Embo, do you think you got everything you need? He's still that moaning. That bill was brilliant. Embo. He's playing the Bill Murray. He's been for 46 seconds. <laughs> Would you like some more chicken, Bob? Would you mm. like some more chicken? Do you you got everything you need? Yeah. I think we're good too. We got a lot of good material. Yeah, I think we did good. 
I don't want to speak with Jitch Bitches Nog, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. No, I get it. I get it. Everybody hot. did. It's fine. <laughs> My mom was hot. All right. I just fit in with the rest of your friends. <laughs> just. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's plenty of room. <laughs> oh, that's 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 gonna get squeezed in. Oh, we're terrible go. people. I love you guys. <laughs> Man, perfect. Oh shit! Uh, God forbid my mother ever listens to this; out. she'll kill me. I won't tell her. Yeah, my mother cannot know about this podcast. So that does it for the second official episode of the Deep Half Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember to like and subscribe and comment. We feed off of that uh, feedback of yours. So make sure to do that and uh, let your friends know about how much you enjoy the irreverent comedy stylings of the Deep Half Podcast. Uh, We are on social media. You can find us at the deep half podcast one word on instagram on twitter we're also at uh my bjj is okay that's me jay uh danny can be found at danny patrick bjj on instagram and tony can be found at jits underscore bitch that's j-i-t-s underscore b-i-t-c-h in case you were wondering how to spell bitch tell your friends about us and how ridiculous we are <laughs>